amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I guess I'm on. <laughs> We're just waiting for a red hood here. Well, Dredd is here. How you doing, Johnny? Doing good. Yep. Just waiting We're for back. red hood to come. Yeah, red hood's probably stuck in traffic somewhere or just running from the train to meet up with us <laughs> at the studios. Oh, oh, red hood, where are you? But um, back again with this craziness, this craziness of of you know who, number forty five. It just never ends. It never ends. This stuff never ends. That's for sure. What will he do next? Drive into a wall. Drive us into a wall. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Because that's what it looks like right now. He's just taking control of the steering wheel, and he's driving closer and wall. Getting closer to that that gold that brick wall. Mhm. Just that um. Okay, you know, like when you watch NASCAR, how yeah. all those yeah. cars they drive on the track, and then when one driver crashes when he steers off the track and he crashes into another car and creates a whole scene. That's what it's going like, like right now. Like 10 cars like piling each other. Right, exactly. I mean, on TV, it's uh, somewhat of an amusing sight to, to see, but at the same time, it's also very sad because those cars burst into flames and then uh, people get injured, and then you have to hear all those sad stories, and then find out that the, the cars have been completely torn up beyond limit. I mean, with the presidency, with the presidency in this case, it's it's similar to a crash and burn scene in the NASCAR, in an average NASCAR race. But um, on tonight's episode... Um, well, we will be talking about a billionaire who spoke to a group of other billionaires um, regarding a prophetic vision that he had received from God regarding Trump, regarding number 45, in terms of what he was warned about last year compared to what has happened this year in the first year of 45's presidency? 
and it's not a pretty picture. Definitely not a pretty picture, folks. Nope. It ain't, it ain't pretty at all. No. In fact, it's only getting worse. The dreams that were told, that were revealed in the election last year. The um, cars just keep crashing. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Johnny. I mean, were these Republicans, were they, not, were they not listening last year to how this guy spoke in the election, how he campaigned, how he made all these so-called promises to repeal and replace Obamacare, but none of that ever happened? And just how he, he claimed that he was going to make everything great again, make America great again. What we're seeing today is the opposite of I think, campaign, I think we're campaign promises. I think we're actually seeing it worse now. I mean, of course it's worse, of course, because, I mean, all the dreams that this billionaire had, at first he was kind of reluctant to share about these so-called prophetic visions, but now that everything's been happening, now all these Republicans are getting scared. They're, they're seeing and they're finally just waking up to how how things are. You know, they weren't... I wouldn't say that they didn't care, but they just didn't understand what to believe. And they, they kind of refused to believe the fact that this prophetic vision that this billionaire received was actually going to be... was actually going to happen. I wonder where Red Hood is tonight. Ooh, Red Hood. He must be in heavy traffic. Red Hood. Oh, Red Hood. Where are you? He is very late. Let's not keep worrying about Red Hood. Let's just continue on the discussion for tonight. Let's just as I like to say, slay it. What was that? As I like to say, slay it. Slay it. <laughs> slay it, slay it. That's a good question. Slay it. Slay it, turn it, kill it, do whatever. Yeah. But anyway, the point of this whole vision that everyone's been now talking about is has actually been happening, and now these Republicans are looking embarrassed. They're feeling embarrassed because of the fact that they relied so much on this guy to make their own team better, their own GOP represent better. But now he's out there, he's making everything. Instead of condemning hate, he supports hate. He's like, like fear mongering. <clears throat> instead of being presidential, instead of So this happened during over the weekend when there was a death of a soldier and he made a phone call or what he was supposed to do was make a phone call but instead he said something 
totally insensitive. Um, he said to the mother of the dead soldier that he signed up for this war. He signed up to participate um, fighting fighting like, in the Navy or in the Army. You know, something of that nature. Right? Instead of sending his condolences, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that you're going through this loss. Is there anything that I can do? Um, you know, like a phone call or a letter. He, he yeah, just I mean, makes like, that stupid statement, that stupid insensitive statement. Like, well, that's what, like, that's what you signed up for. That's what you signed up for. Like, like really? Really? Come on. I mean, like, is, have, is that some more are compassion. Show some more compassion in that. I mean, you're president. You're supposed to be caring. You're supposed to be a leader, or at least be seen as a leader. But if you go around making those kind of statements, then you're not really seen as a leader, so to say. You're you're not really showing any compassion. You're just showing that you are who you truly are. And during the election, we got to see most of that. Yeah, like... It's like, really? Like, it's like we've pretty much seen... Mm-hmm. Oh, Red Hood's on his way. I saw him walk out. Well, he's... Outside the studios, he's coming in. He's walking in right now. He, he told me that he was ready from the train station to get over here. Trains were delayed, but he anyway, he's the, on his way. He probably ran to the wall to get my coffee. You said he probably ran to the wall? What do you mean? Went to the wall to get the co- my coffee. <laughs> probably so, but... Going back, to our topic. Going back to oh, our topic. Going back to our topic. The fact that he still doesn't get it, the fact that he's going around making all sorts of statements. And it's, it's not as if he's already well, well. made up his mind as he, like he's going to stop saying Fair what he here. feels that he should say. Yes, I'm just listening to uh, Driz's comment. What, what, what are you saying, Driz? Sorry. Yeah, so Johnny and I, we were discussing uh, the fact that um, billionaires now, they're finally can see who this guy is. Right. Who this guy 45 Trump is. And right. they're not liking anything that they've been seeing so far because of the way that Trump speaks and the way that Trump says certain things without thinking. For talking. Well, I mean, let's look at it this way, since we have about 20 minutes to discuss this. The, the fact is, is that, uh, I mean, billionaires all over the world, it's, it's just not, it's not possible. It's like, it's like comparing, I hate to say this, but it's, com- it's like comparing an apple to an orange. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. do you think tastes better? The orange Oh, the apple. I would suggest the apple, but that's just me. Um, Bananas for me. 
I'm on a, a banana, banana type of guy. You know, plums, peaches, and well, not peaches. Um, you know, plums and cream. <laughs> that is, yeah, but it's it just it, everybody's. It's now everybody's kind kind of seen the, the lot a day, you know. Um, in everything, just as um, just as everybody warned them, you know, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna, you know. It's not like, oh yeah, we're gonna. It's a long road to impeachment, put it that way. And mm-hmm. when it's a long road to impeachment, and yeah. we know that billionaires are putting out fifteen, sixteen billion dollars, or in this case, ten million dollars, to impeach him, you know that something's wrong, or that something's right. But also no, in this wrong. case, everything everything is right. Yeah, this case, everything is right. But <coughs> when this man, who we mentioned in our title tonight, uh, he, it's not as if people can uh well. Nobody just has ten million dollars to throw out, you know. That's just the truth of it. But it's getting scarier and scarier. I came home on on the TV, or CNN, of course. Um, you know, people. I'm like, how could I bear to watch this person just dismantle the United States? You know. Yeah, the thing that the, the thing is that he has no chill. He yeah, has no, 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 no more values. He doesn't know when to stop no. certain things. No, no, and and he has people who are literally at his hand and are going, you know, I I think I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that or I'm going to spend eighty billion things or dollars. Or coins, or shekels, or however you want to put it. Um, on stuff, you know. Right. And and then take that and run with it. But why, you know? Why? Why spend the money if you know the outcome? Like, why threaten the arts of this country? Why threaten the science of this country? You know, in terms of the world, we're the dumbest kid in the block, you know? Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying, why should we let this leader into our fucking country? So he can espouse his views and it's for one day. Like, Theresa May, right? Prime Minister of England. 
said one of the whips entered Parliament and said, Do you really have to put up with this guy? You know And to him it's all a show. To us, we prepare to we try to prepare a show every Monday and Wednesday and it's really hard folks when this person keeps coming up and keeps inserting himself as if he's a populist yeah. windbag um, of a person. And the fact that he continues to do this just, just shows that he doesn't care. That he's it, still, yeah. in his own mind, a celebrity. So he's yeah. going to make himself known to be somewhat of a, a funny character, somewhat of an interesting character, but none of and, everything that we're seeing today is funny. And even even he, whilst he has great respect for um, <coughs> Churchill, right? Mm-hmm. And he wants to be like Churchill. Even Churchill's grandson, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he even said. He's a twerp, you know, and an idiot to think that he can actually run this country. No. I side with yeah. him on that one. I side with him. Yeah. I mean... And, and for your, your own grandson, grandson to say something like that, especially about his grandfather, that it, speaks it, volumes. No, it wasn't about his grandfather. It was about... Yeah, he called Donald Trump a daft twerp. And this was two days ago. Okay. Wow. And when somebody who is as rich as that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and back two days ago, as in to say, the weekend, right? October 21st, uh, to be specific, uh... He blamed the UK's rising crime and the radical Islamic terror on the UK Mm -hmm. when the fact is is that out of the 646 homicides of 64 homicides in England in 2017, there are only 35 resulted in terror attacks. You know, and then it went up from... Forty-eight, uh, four point six billion the year before, and then it went up in June. Okay. The fact is, is, is that you know, um, he, you know, just he he stupidly twitters, just out out report, United Kingdom crime rises thirteen. Percent annually amid spread of Islam terrorism, not good. We must keep America safe. Meanwhile, Nicholas Soames, who's the grandson of Churchill, said, "Then fix guns, or you fucking daft twerp." Now, even other countries are going. No. Just. Now, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to put a stop to this. 
and you know, people say used to say there's safety in numbers. I mean, I'm beginning to wonder how safe are we in numbers? Oh. We're definitely not safe in numbers. I mean, Chris, yep. Chris what, what do you think? Johnny, what we're, do you think? We're not safe in numbers. We're not safe in numbers in terms of the fact that we have a leader who can't even be, be truthful with his statements. He goes around, he makes all these absurd and stupid statements about the economy. Uh, I remember him making a statement that we officially have the lowest unemployment rate in over 17 years, and that's because of me, quote. Meanwhile, he, doesn't, he hasn't passed any major legislation that would have had any effect on the economy whatsoever. Right, right. I mean, like, the whole, this whole tax reform talk is still in, it's still in, in, its, in its infancy. Yeah. Right. Just and and waiting then, to be passed. And then also, like, if you notice that, I'm sorry, folks, if we're, we're boring you, but we do have a point to this, is that, like, if you notice that in terms of disabilities, right, he is now trying to strip away educational decrees that have been set it, sent set since the Bush administration. And meanwhile, Mrs. DeVos gets sued. There's going to be more on that. Um, come, We're back on the 3rd of November, or the 8th of November, sorry. Uh, we're going to report more on that. But you've you got to wonder. You've got to wonder. Because when push comes to shove, Who's controlling this? I mean, you got him going, oh, I'm going to, um, uh, I'm going to send uh, phone calls, receiving a phone call from a president, should be that day. He took a month. It takes a yeah, month. I I had said earlier with Johnny that yeah, if if you're gonna be considerate, just be genuine about it. Don't just say anything that you feel or anything that comes up to your mind about. Oh, he he deserved this. No, he he didn't deserve to die. The soldier did not deserve to die. Right. He deserved to live just like anyone else, just like any other soldier. But it was an accident the way that he was killed. But yeah, show some compassion. Write a letter. Call the family. Say, and, I'm, and like, I'm promise, sorry. Yeah, and don't promise a $25,000 check if you can't deliver it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and then don't back it up by saying, oh, it was very unfortunate. And try to be an elder statesman when you can't even play the role of your favorite hero. Mm-hmm. You know, if Churchill were alive right now, he would be like, 
mate, um, when was the last time you actually called people? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people are serving for our country. You know, we thank you for your service. Period. We're not going to say the word, the B word. We're not going to say the H word. These are all acronyms. You can guess what they are on your own time. But when it comes to people, you don't say one thing and then do the complete opposite. And then opposite. do another. And then do yeah. the complete opposite. The complete and utter opposite. You know, what kind of leader are you? I, I swear it's like, right. says one thing, does another. Right, right. And, and tries to cover it up. And yeah, and you know, it's like a dog pile. You know, dog hides bone. Dog, I don't know where it is. Dog knows exactly where it is. You know. I, I thought you meant why... the other dog pile. Oh yeah, but it, it the, that's what, the that's same. What it like. It's the same logic, though. It's the same logic. Um, the fact is that George W. Bush is now. The less stupid president. You know, I heard that there was a report about him running down the street yelling, Look, I'm I'm smart. I'm S M R T. I'm not the yeah. world's stupidest president anymore. Right, right. He was, he and, was happy. He was going backwards. But but as as he should, you know, Bush condemned uh, and finally I can say Bush, thank God. Bush condemned nationalism and it's distorted into naivetism. <laughs> yes. And then he derided the, the, um, the discourse disgraded by casual cruelty. Now, we only have five minutes, but I can tell you this. Is that when you get George Bush, George W. Bush, and George Sr., and Jimmy Carter and President Barack Obama, and you get all these people who are still living, who are still her mind, right? Lining mm-hmm. up to speak against the foot, the current president. That's when you know shit is hit the fan. That's when you know. That's you know, when you know that things are really, really, really bad. And... It's never happened before. Like this, this is history. Because no but no president, it's like, they, every president leaves on the last day, writes that note, and that note is never shown to people. Ever. He never shows, he, he it's never shown. This past year, he showed it. You know, that's something sacred. I mean, that's all that I have to say for, about it. You know, um, but yeah, like next Wednesday, uh, we will be back. Uh, not this Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we'll be back with more stuff. Uh, new subjects, 
add new things to our parody. Um, we're doing, as the um, announcement will say, we're doing a bit of cleanup for the next season. And um, new stuff is coming. A lot of new stuff. New stuff Something that will happen now between now and then. Yeah. New stuff is happening. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Twitters, the Facebooks. Um, yeah, Twitters, Facebooks, and, uh, and the podcast itself. Um, so, yeah, there's new stuff happening. We can't really announce what yet, but trust us, new stuff is happening. And um, continue liking our Facebook page and our Twitters and stuff like that. And retweet the episode so that you get more people listening to us. Because right now, the base is growing. We're going to have things yeah. on YouTube. We're going to have yeah. things on uh, other things. That's, that's right. Oops. Tell all your friends. Tell everyone that you yeah. know to listen to us. Every Monday is yeah. at 10 p.m. And, and get the 90, se- uh, 90 seconds. Yep. And we have got 90 seconds. So we are going to say goodnight and have a good and blessed vacation. Um, we have other episodes. I think we have William Daniels and other things. Um, but, uh, yeah, you'll get to catch a new episode of our second interview with William Daniels, and then um, that shall be it uh, up until the third. Have a we great week, and we will we see you next we week. We got enough time to say goodbye. Good night. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.